grunts. So, are you guys ready to get your grumpies out? Yeah. You go that route? I All right. think so. <clears throat> All right, so this is actually kind of momentous in a lot of ways. Yeah. This is our last episode of 2015. Mm-hmm. And it's our 150th episode. Wow. And what's the uh, what's the name of the podcast that it's the episode of? Well, if you're not if you're not aware of that and you're listening, <laughs> you are silly. Yes, you're silly. You're you're a certified silly. But this is movie movies. And and you would be? I'm Steve. All right. Well, nice to speak to you. Same Steve. and you are The name is John. Oh, John, that's yeah. it. Uh, I'm Ronald. And that guy's Ron. Yeah. Ronald. Ron, Ronald. You're Ronald tonight. Yeah, either one. Okay. You notice how Ronald or Ron or RJ uh, for short. R. James. Yeah. Just don't call me farty pants. Never do Unless your face. you're farting <laughs> in your pants. Right. Uh, Aaron can't get over that episode where like I, I went, took a shit went and over there. said it sounded like <laughs> it smelled like I, it, I lit a match. <laughs> <laughs> I was just speaking the truth. He actually she said it smelled with, like burning shit. Yeah. <laughs> she has to deal with that all the time, man. So she she related to you on so many levels. As a strong, strong woman. Oh, man. A tolerance. So many ways. <laughs> so strong. That or her nostrils are burned. <laughs> yeah. It just does no sense of us no anymore. She's she's getting what we what we call used to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so farty pants. Before we started recording, you were like, let's record the Bah Humbug episode mm-hmm. first. And I was like, he's going to come out of the gate with some crazy energy. He's got some something to say. <laughs> but then we started recording, and it's as though oh, someone man. slipped you a quaalude. What's, I'm just what's happening tonight, really RJ? I, I went to D.C. last night to do some stand-up, and I'm I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. It was fun, man. I had a lot of fun. But, yeah, I, I do have something to complain about. Can okay. I start? Well, I guess you can no? start, but we can also just... Uh, you know, ease into we, it. Well, we can ease into it. We can revel in the fact that it's a it's that's a mile marker, one of those fiftieths. Yeah, we have we've had three of those now. I know, and that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long route. Yeah, man. Look, I'm I, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else besides you guys. That's it's fun. Very sweet. And it's very very, fun, very kind of you to say, Ronald. Yeah, it's very nice, but you know, no one else would let you do this, <laughs> so <laughs> it works out. <laughs> No, actually, I went back, and as often when we do one of these kind of annual episodes where we do... Where John goes back. And... I'll, I'll try to go back. Well, no, but I went back, and because I, I just don't want to repeat myself, mm-hmm. you know? And I found that most of the things I was going to talk about are sort of repeats of, like, of things that are sticking points from the past or things mm-hmm. that have come up in various ways. So I don't know if you've found that, Steve or Ronald, that, like, the stuff that makes you mad outside of trying to find something specific, like a specific filmmaker or, or a specific movie or genre or trend. Right. So often it's just something that always kind of makes me mad. So I've, I realize a lot of my things are going to be kind of to be continued uh, more so than a, a brand Did new. Did you happen to know what we said Bob last Bob. year? Hmm? Did you happen to write down what we said last year? I didn't exactly write it down because there were so many like topics that kind of dovetailed yeah. with each other. I, I feel like I intentionally around. didn't listen to what I said because I'm, yeah. I'm curious if I repeat myself. Yeah. Because this is literally it's just what's on my mind. Oh, sure. yeah. And if yeah, it, kind of with me, too. And if it's on my mind and I'm still a humbug about it, then yeah. the problem has been fixed. Yes. And I still need to press the issue. <laughs> well, exactly. And I also realize mine are kind of more like general topics where it's like I'd like to talk to you guys about these general topics and see what you think. But um, <laughs> also, I, I was the reason I brought it up is because we were talking about those 50ths. Yeah. I went back and I listened to a couple... And I got back finally to the first time we did a Bah Humbug, which was on uh, the 55th episode. And wow. and it sounded like somehow between the 96th or so, which was the prior, which was the other, like the next Bah Humbug episode was around episode 96. Mm-hmm. Um, that one sounded pretty good. 
the sound quality on episode 55 sounded like we were underwater or something like <laughs> really? that. Really? <laughs> and I wonder if I went and listened to all of those, if I would be thinking like, man, what was I doing with the mix at that point? So I don't was, know. Was that in 2012? That was towards the end of, I believe so, yeah. yeah. That was towards the end of our, our first year. So I don't know. Wow. I would say that like people should be uh, people should be at least appreciating that the audio quality has improved over the course of the last. Uh, but that but that was the episode with Percy ninety five right? episodes. I think it was. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was also the one that came out on uh, December twenty first, two thousand twelve. Oh, so wow. that was when we talked about into the world movies. We did a brief segment on that. So right. But right. I often think about going back and recommending like favorite episodes or things people should check out if they want to get a flavor for the show, or even doing like clips from old episodes and then when you go back and you listen to an old episode and you're like man people listen to this <laughs> I, yeah. I, remember, I remember people complimenting the the quality of it so it's funny to go back and listen to that and be like okay well <laughs> times has changed maybe maybe earbuds are better now i don't know you know maybe those old episodes were they were mixed for for different earbuds in a different era right right 2012 years those are very different years <laughs> so last time we did a Humbug, steve you were a little bit like you had one topic and you weren't really sure you had that much to kind of uh, bitch about you know and i realized that i don't have these specific topics as much as i feel like this is a good episode just to to get out some of those those negative feelings but did you did you have a hard time this year coming up with i complaints? did i did have a hard time and the only one why, that... are you, why, why are you like rainbows and sunshine all the time i don't steve? know it's been a good year for steve <laughs> oh, i don't know yeah, a lot man. of good stuff has happened this yeah. year um but I don't, I don't i don't think that really there's been one thing that stood out so i kind of went through the year and just tried to look back on conversations that we had or that I had with others that I'd gone to movies with and just things that bothered me. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like there's one topic that I know I've talked about before and I will talk about again. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I feel like they don't feel as important to me this year. Yeah. So maybe maybe it was you know, a good year. But there, there, there are a couple of things that in the moment bothered me and mm-hmm. I, I will gladly complain about them this evening mm. what about you ronald did you have was it easy for you to think of things no. about you no i i think i just have like two and maybe yeah. i'll just it's hard right yeah I mean, it's hard I, yeah maybe the year just got maybe it was maybe it's a good year mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know like i don't My, know what, you i like i said i found that yeah. they were similar to things that we've talked about in the past but i did have a different angle and each time we talk about these things i come at it thinking oh this is something we haven't talked about and then if i go and i listen to those earlier episodes i go oh we have been talking about this every time and it, it almost makes you realize that we're just at least we're being honest if every year the same things are bothering us at least it doesn't sound like we're trumping up things to be pissed off about these are threads that we have going on yeah and sometimes it reveals a little bit about us it reveals a little bit about the movies, you know, but it's it's definitely like it's I have certain things that bug me and they, they seem to be consistent from from year to year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know who wants to get it started with a with a topic. I'll complain. All right. Complain. Uh, so I've had a good year. <clears throat> I've been anticipating a couple movies towards the end of the year. And uh, Quentin Tarantino, along with the studio that's releasing the movie announced that on the 25th that there was going to be a road show where they'd show yeah. uh, the movies uh the movie uh in 70 millimeter speaking of the hateful eight hateful eight okay so all right they announced it it's going to be a longer cut of the film too yeah with an intermission and all this stuff mm-hmm. they announced it they're investing thousands of dollars 
a, a teacher's tuition mm-hmm. to repair each projector that they're putting all around the country. Or to yeah. like retrofit it so that it can do this. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess for this screening, is it something that, do you know well, whether they're going to keep so, these retrofits in, in these places? Supposedly the idea is retrofitting it is going to push uh, the Weinstein company to like, get people to make more movies in this format. Right. And use the format. Yeah. So that's, that makes that's, sense. that's the idea to kind of create this like uh, resurgence of films. I think the Egyptian is getting it. Yeah. What's the Egyptian? The Egyptian is the Arundel Mills, Arundel Mills Theater. Oh, oh okay. Okay. The, all right. And well, I think what? AF, I think AFI is getting it too. In okay. So yeah, that's, that's my complaint. This oh. is my Bahamut. Okay. Go ahead. That you can't just roll out of your bed and go to your local multiplex no, and no, see the movie? No, no, I mean, I'm not saying that in a bad way, because I, I would like to do that. I don't mind it being... I don't think I want to see it at Arundel Mills. Yeah. But uh, I I look it up. What What's the date? Let's say, let's say we recorded this close to, the, close to Christmas. Yeah. We did. We are. Well, this episode actually comes out on Christmas. Right. So we actually should have started off with some ho-ho-ho shit. You know, we should. Some you, can, you can add that. Let, let me tell you what some ho-ho-ho shit. Okay. Them not fucking telling me what when they're gonna be released, when they're gonna put the tickets on sale. It's too close to the holiday yeah. for them to fuck with my time like this. Right. Look, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind. Well, a lot I, of people go to the movies on Christmas. Yeah. So I think that's what they're banking on. Right. They're that banking it will, on it. Like so. That's the reason I imagine a place like the Egyptian can justify doing this. Right. Is because a maybe they will. I mean, and I'm still not clear on whether they're gonna start. Carrying more seventy millimeter films. This there. is zero hour. But this is a place that gets trafficked yeah. for people that don't aren't local. I they don't know what we're talking about. We're t- it's a giant. It's like the biggest multiplex in this yeah. area. In, and and they sometimes will have an interesting array of films just because they have twenty four screens to fill. I don't know how that works. Occasionally they will have like one art house film. Yeah, yeah. But they're one of the local places that I've heard at least is going to be I is going to be hosting the seventy millimeter yeah. roadshow of Hateful Eight on Christmas. There's a list. There's like a there was like Today. A, a, a listing of the theaters. <laughs> I like saying that. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, there's a there's a listing of the theaters that were supposed to be show, that are showing it mm-hmm. from the studio, and the only one in the area, I mean, unless Movie Go could have been uh, an addition, and I believe that fucking AFI. Yeah, I, I checked the site every goddamn. Just waiting day. for some concrete info. Something. D- d- tell me the date. Give me an idea. Is it going to be from this day to this day? I've been dragging my ass trying to plan this out, mm-hmm. and it's been fucking with me, man. I want to enjoy it. I want to be. I don't want to be. I'm not in the 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 ten percent. I'm not Richie McRichington who has a goddamn projector in his fucking house and could pay for the screening. When I checked your ID at the door, why did it say Richie McRichington <laughs> with a big gold <laughs> money sign on it? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm my complaint is just get it together. Weinstein Company, get it together, fucking Quentin Tarantino, and set a date for this movie. It's almost, it is Christmas. Yeah, I'm waiting till Christmas to find out about a Christmas movie. I'm pissed. Ho ho ho! Oh, <laughs> it, lo- so, it looks like it looks like they actually cut the screens in half, from a hundred screens to fifty screens. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. The, oh, the, you know, the, have you heard? The though, they've been having problems changing. with the. Uh, there was a screening. Oh, God, I don't know where it was. But this time, uh, like, it's, it's old news. Well, there was a screening for critics, and it may have been in, in Los Angeles somewhere. Um, but I think it was like an important industry screening to show the film, to exhibit it in 70 millimeters specifically right, right. as a selling point mm-hmm. for people to say, you need to see this in 70 millimeter. 
and they had all kinds of problems oh, with no. it. And the presentation, like it was largely out of focus, and there were walkouts and things like that. And I, I had not heard Tarantino's reaction to that. I was imagining heads rolling somewhere after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't see it at the Egyptian anymore. Oh well, maybe. Hey, yeah. so. It keeps changing. Like, okay, so the, the AFI and Regal Gallery place right. in DC. I yeah. do have time to go back and edit that out, but I don't know if I'll go to the trouble. So either <laughs> yeah. people know they just heard a tangent. No, that that just, just helps with yeah. his frustration. Yeah, it's it's that changed yet again. We're back yeah. to zero on this it again. It keeps changing, man. Like I yeah. saw I saw that it was a bunch of theaters and then it were way less theaters, but DC is the, seems to be the consistent thing. But mm-hmm. nothing on their website. So I'm just kind of waiting. I'm... Yeah, when I heard that, I did think, oh, great. There's going to be some barrier to entry for right. me seeing this movie as soon as I want yeah. to. That California, does, that does call me, you know. Yeah. And I know that he wants you to go see it in a in a certain presentation. And I don't mind that. I don't mind that. But it does make driving. me wish it was a day and date, something I could watch at home if I don't live in one of those big cities. You know, like I yeah. do. Yeah. I, I have, as much as I love the theater experience, I have become such a lover of those movies that instantly become right. available. I don't mind going to town over to see the movie, man. Yeah. I'm just saying, give me some goddamn information. Yeah, let you make a plan. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. So that's my... Bah humbug. Well, Steve? I'm going to start with what I think is possibly the one that I complained about last year. Mm. Yes. And hopefully you guys can jump on this train because I hope you agree. Okay. But only, and it's fresh in my mind because I just finally watched a movie that this actor was a star of, which um, is called Pixels. And um, mm. Oh. Yeah, so I have... You're talking about young... Uh, young Adam Sandler. Yeah, I I don't know what's happening with Adam Sandler. Like I'm very concerned for him because I used to be. A, we've talked before. I yeah, used to be a big friend. fan. Grew up with a lot of his comedies and like they're classics to me. Yeah, they are. I I don't I like. I th- and I think the whole Sony hack put a lot of light on this movie specifically, and also just like his who Adam Sandler really is now. Mm. And um and like he's since like left Sony. Like he, his production's not with them anymore. I think he's doing like a ton of stuff with Netflix yeah. now. Which, by the way, that trailer for his Netflix movie looks absolutely the horrendous. Western? Yes, yes. And, and there's been scandal associated with that too, right? Just with how the the treatment of Native Americans in that right, film. right. So, mm. so I don't know. I just overall, great. I just don't. I guess the the general Bahambug is Adam Sandler. Like, I don't understand him anymore. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what he's trying to do. Doesn't he seem like the laziest person yes. in the world? Like yeah. somehow it really somehow is. Somehow That's be, what it is to be that prolific. You have to be a certain level of motivated, and it's. I think he's just motivated enough to like stand in front of yeah. the camera and to call whatever meetings and to hire whatever screenwriter. But yeah. there doesn't seem seem to be any real concern beyond that of like, let's make sure this is a good film, and or who cares about that? I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to see the hit, like every movie of his and saying, I still love this guy. I got to see the next one at this point. And isn't he kind of? I mean, Pixels did not perform particularly well in the box office. So. It was like probably one of the biggest bombs of the year. Yeah. yeah. It was a summer tempo release for them and it just bombed. But it, I guess it I, fell before I, the mighty Ant Man. Is that what you're Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the the reason it stands out because I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the short that Pixels was based on. I don't know. Maybe you haven't. The look in your face. There's a really oh, the awesome thing in the short, city where the yeah, yes, like the short yes, film that, really that cool. Pixels was like purchased that, and it, yeah. that it was adapted from. You know, you look at a movie or a short like that, and it's like very ambitious. It was done yeah. on like a very small budget, way more engaging than this full length film and millions mm-hmm. and millions of dollars was. Mm-hmm. And I finally watched it this past week, and for as fun as it should have been, it was like it's really really awkward to watch because it's it, it's just it's just 
tried and true. I don't even think it was a Happy Madison production, but you can tell that like the whole the, every hand of that machine is in this movie. Yeah, you know, a horrible script. A, a, you know, the phoned-in performance. You know, the, the the staples that he's been having in all of his movies, like Kevin James and Nick Swanson, like all these people that pop up in these little roles or or larger roles. But it's just like it's not funny. It, it's like it's insulting humor. Yeah, yeah. It's like cheap. It's always been cheap, but it's it's a different level of cheap. It's cheap and lazy. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean, and it, and it just seems like the most retreaded thing. And I mean, to have a movie like that, that should have been a really big hit and or franchise for Sony. Like, who doesn't want to watch a movie where like aliens invade because they thought a video that was sent into space of, of an arcade uh, championship was a challenge in the '80s was a challenge. Yeah. yeah. So they invade. And they accept the challenge and challenge you to these video games where, like, the aliens are mm-hmm. centipede and Gallic, whatever it might be. Well, I mean, it's, like, it's whatever, a cool whatever idea. you think of the concept, it's got I the... Think, I think the concept is fun. I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, well, even if you're the sort of person that would never go see a movie that sounds that goofy and silly, you would have to admit that it sounds like a home run concept. It does. It does. Crazy. It does, and and that's the thing. Like it, and it and it is on the surface. It is goofy and because silly. of after like Wreck It Ralph ap- right. appealed to that same sense of let's take all these video games and yep. refer to them. Yep. And then you've got the kind of Ghostbusters model of this sort of adventure, supernatural, whatever tale that yeah. has like comedians in adventure type roles. Yeah. It could even with that cast, it could have been something, I guess. Yeah. But I think, like, I guess I would be interested to know at what point did that property. That seems like it could have been a hit, become an Adam Sandler movie, which seems yeah, like it that, was on that, the downward trend. Like, how did that? You know what I mean? Because that's, that's what, that, that's what I'm. That's I guess what I'm getting at is just that. Like, I feel like even his hand in something that shouldn't, like he does not exist without the the quote air quote Adam Sandler movie anymore. Yeah. 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 Like anything he touches or is involved in, even the movie. I don't know if you ever saw. It's like it's 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 literally one of the worst performing movies of all time. The Cobbler. I don't know yeah, if you I watched could, it. I, could, I, I, I didn't it's, want it's, to do it's it. It's horrible. Which is weird because Tom McCarthy directed yeah, that. Yeah, it's very he's, odd. He's, like, how does that happen? Yeah. But but maybe maybe it's just this thing, like this mm-hmm. uh, this infestation of Adam Sandler-ness. And it really upsets me to say that because I used to really like Adam Sandler. And I can still look at some of his movies that I enjoy and still enjoy them. But it's just every time I see him on the screen now... It's horrible. I don't get it. Like, well, I don't... Didn't I don't, he all I, but admit... It bothers me. Didn't he all but admit that, like, it's all about, like, what place can he go to and it's like yeah. a, vaca- a paid vacation for yeah. him and if his you, buddies yeah, all of his movies like you know those there's a string of them where he's like that movie blended they're like you know they travel to africa or to some mm-hmm. island and yeah. you know there's a couple uh forget what the one's called like they travel to an island and mm-hmm. yeah I, he said that before in, in an interview but that that's what all of his movies feel like it's just like, like if anyone else said that you would think it was a joke but yeah. when he says it you're like i think he might be i think that hand. might be the yeah. next yeah. half yeah. madison movie yeah. you know well, or whatever it might be i think that i think that it's an e- I think it's an ego thing, and I think that. So, all right, the story that I heard about Creed is what I don't know. I, I, did you guys see Creed yet? Yeah. Yes. Did you, you like it? It's one of my favorite movies of the it's year. One of my favorite movies of the year. But what I heard, I was uh, about to say we we sh- I was gonna say let's to make some time to talk about Creed. Okay. But I have a feeling we'll get a chance to talk about Creed when we do our... I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is so, that three people agreeing that maybe yeah. it might be in the neighborhood of Yeah, if you're looking for 10? a movie, possibly for this holiday season outside of this conversation, yeah. you I mean, it's an Creed. old film at this point, you know. Hopefully, but, it's got the legs. Yes. It'll be around. I have. Yeah. A, I think so. It seems um, like it's such a crowd pleaser from, like, wall to wall, so... So, Absolutely. What, what I heard um, from Ryan Coogler was basically the idea that 
when the movie first started, the idea was he like... called you up and said, hey, RJ, hey, party pants. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Are you available? <laughs> You're available to chat with me? Or He's, just fart in yeah. the background as I chat with Michael B. Jordan. Fiery farts. Fiery farts. Who would have match? Um, Marvel's but, talking to me about, to me about doing Black Panther. I'm going to see if I can add some farts. Will you be? <laughs> are you available? Will you be the Black Panther's farts? Who's supposed to direct that movie now? Him. Him. He's the really? guy who's in talks. Yeah. Okay. And All after right. seeing Literally. Creed, I sort of think he could totally handle the the like the arc of a you know what I mean yeah. the, the hero finding his way type thing. Yeah. Like yeah. this this movie had the structure almost of like one of those big shiny movies. I thought Creed did anyway. So he said that basically when the when the script was being thrown around, like uh, Sylvester Stallone had a really big hand in it initially. Yeah. And I think there was a point where they had spoken and I Ryan was like, hey, you got to like let me do this. Give it to me. Yeah. And then once he did it, I don't know how you feel about this. One of the best performances I've ever seen from Sylvester Stallone in my life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's, in yeah. my subtlety, all the stuff oh, you totally. want to see from a person like him. Yeah. Especially playing, you're right. What he did, especially playing that character, seeing Sylvester Stallone balls. Yes, and and if if only people like Adam Sandler or or maybe we talked about Johnny Depp before, Mm -hmm. like you know that kind of ego. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It could be something as simple as being like, and it's Rocky. It's like his. That's what I'm saying. It's like to see him playing that character. It takes it takes something bigger. He it means that it means that Sylvester Stallone can look at a property and say. Maybe this is the direction it needs to go in. Yeah. And I think that what Adam Sandler needs to do is maybe hand the script to like Seth Rogen and be like, hey, like. Uh, that's not a bad idea. I don't, well, I mean, I, he did it. He was in a Judd Apatow movie. He and was. You would but think that he, like that movie didn't turn out to be that great. But it wasn't. But, but what I'm saying is that was him turning himself over to a comedian with tried. a recognizable style. He tried. He tried. Everybody tried on that. Yeah. One. A and, little, and the, about and 45 minutes too, too hard. Yeah. Too, way too, too hard. Too, too long. But having someone with the comedic. Like something's happened to him, right? Any any interview I've seen with him, he's he's kind of gone into this hole. He's socially he, he's, awkward. He said it. He's lazy. He's he's, he's lazy. lazy. He, yeah, something very weird. He's about got him. A, he's got a crew of people. He hires them all for every movie, yeah. which is fine if it's a, if it works yeah. for every for more than just right. you. You know, like literally, I see Tim Hurley. His name shop up on, yeah. or pop on the screen for this story and script. I'm just like, it's gonna be trash. I was like, how? Like, how does he get a hold of? This like big thing that Sony has for like this, you know, what could be a really fun idea, and it's just like, and immediately ten minutes into the movie, I, and I, I, you know, obviously I'd heard it was not good at all. Mm-hmm. Like it has, I don't know, twenty percent on run. I don't know what it is actually, but ten minutes in, you're just like, oh, it's got that cheap like, you know, f- I don't know, I don't want to say farts joke, you know, but because uh, those those can be funny. Let's be honest, yeah. but like it just. Because we've so, been relying on a fart joke. It's just so it's just so cheap. I don't yeah. know what else to say to explain it. If you watch the first yeah. fifteen minutes, you would immediately know what I'm talking about. Like, it's just got the most uncomfortable, awkward, like self satisfying jokes that just yeah. like don't they don't hit. And it's mm-hmm. just it just it's it bothers me. And it's because it's somebody that I used to like. And that's just like you know the Creed thing you mentioned is a really good example of whether Tim as an actor, as a comedian, as a producer, as a writer, whatever he's trying to do or whatever he thinks is working, hopefully it continues to not go well because mm-hmm. the last like slew of movies that he's had, with the exception of Hotel Transylvania, have been bombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully they take the little reins away, which is maybe Netflix. They don't really have a real metrics of measuring how successful it is, which sucks 
for his power struggle. I think they can probably tell how many people watch it and how many. I'm sure they can. But where they stop? They'll never that tell kind of us. Stuff. But they'll never tell us. And he signed like a five picture deal but with they, them. But that, I guess what I'm saying is they can ratchet up the interference or the you know the whatever. They can point to a lot of negative press yeah. for this. Maybe. Movie. Yeah. 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 I, I hope. I, maybe. And for this deal, I mean, I think a lot of people when they saw this deal getting made were like. Oh, great. Netflix has gotten in bed with Adam mm-hmm. Sandler. But, yeah. I mean, like, they're trying to generate content. I saw yeah, where Netflix yeah. wants to double, double their yeah. their original content next year. That's incredible. And it's incredible because they seem to be throwing a lot of things out there. But it's obviously they're going for – it's a, it's like they're spraying uh, 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 gunfire out at all these random – you know, they're not – it's not targeted. It's not all going to stick. It's like it's yeah. not all going to work, and I don't think they're trying to make it all work. Yeah. I think they have a There's lot of revenue, and they have an audience. And they can – again, they can look at the numbers, and they can tell right away. Yeah. So I wonder if that's going to affect how how unfettered Adam Sandler is to make whatever he wants to make or if it's actually going to be a thing where it still gets enough eyeballs on it where Netflix says, okay, you know, I mean, is it going to be one of those uh, no press is bad press kind of things where yeah. it's like people are more curious about it? I mean, I don't know. It didn't really work that well for the interview when it kind of got like yeah. a token release. Yeah. Now, this is a different situation, but still it's one of those movies that people might be curious about because they've heard... Uh, about like the the walkouts from the Native American cast members and stuff about the the, the racial insens- insensitivity in sure. the script, which yeah. su- almost surprises you that a movie could get that far in the production process nowadays. Yeah, and it's actually related to one of my bah humbugs: the continuing adventures of uh, racism in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And like yeah. how I mean, I think now we're very conscious of it when a movie comes out and. Like, I think that we see certain examples of diversity in film and just it, it opening up to more voices. Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal nowadays, speaking of Ryan Coogler, that I think Marvel really feels the need, and it's probably rightfully so, that mm-hmm. they need to have a black director making the Black Panther. Did you hear about Star Wars? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's another good example. Very that, like, interesting. So, the, so yeah, so the, the of the six new films that they're going to be making, five of them are already assigned to directors. We're talking about Star Wars now. Yeah. We're jumping around here, folks. We're jumping around. But we're talking about diversity yeah. in Hollywood. Uh, uh, but, hey, Marvel and Lucasfilm are both both owned by Disney, so we're still talking about Disney properties. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, you know they, they might be hiring or they're looking for a female director to direct uh, one of the upcoming Star Wars films, but mm. five of the six are already assigned. Right. So that means on one hand they're doing something where you might say, well, what's you don't want there to be like a quota sort of thing, but obviously if you look at a series of twelve films and eleven of them are directed by white dudes, that's yeah, that's a problem you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. again I mean, we've talked about this before and i'd ask does marvel have like a diversity problem we kind of seem to all agree we'd like to see that change but we don't want to we don't want to see something forced or something contrived sure, sure but i think we're beyond that point now where we can see speaking of star wars the new film we've talked about it before i don't want to belabor it but just the fact that you've got a black guy uh, a woman uh, i mean you've got the two forward new characters that you've seen are are you know faces that wouldn't have been the lead character in the previous trilogy right right and also to top that off you've got Harrison Ford looking to do roughly what we just said Sylvester Stallone is doing which is kind of like being in it and giving his all to it but stepping back a little bit there's yeah. a passing of the baton there you know that I think is like symbolic but it's also something that seems kind of real and I guess the question I thought I'd bring up since I'm kind of given a bah humbug just to racism in general is where do you guys feel like that line is drawn like do you think if, let's say if you had an ensemble cast in a film mm-hmm. and you're a white writer director mm-hmm. do you think it behooves you 
to get some some different faces in there and to get to to diversify it or do you think just tell the, whatever story it is that you're naturally telling do you know what i'm saying like at what point right, do we right. say like the accepted default narrative uh, needs to change from kind of white middle class whatever heteronormative i mean there's all these words that we didn't even have in our heads before the last few years but yeah. i think now we're very aware of it and it's everything from when you see a movie like gods of egypt that just recently made the news for having like another whitewashed cast yeah. of characters that should have been middle eastern and then the studio apologized and then the studio apologized which so almost strange. makes it worse That's in a awkward. weird way it's like but i don't know where do you feel about that because i don't like that feeling of a quota and i don't like the idea of artists being expected to represent everybody in every film but i do think that if you don't think about these things and you are sitting in this default setting position, it seems like it is, I mean, it's rare. It was, it still is like a unique thing to me when yeah. I think about John Boyega's face being the first bit of marketing we saw for the new Star Wars film. Like, I still think that's kind of meaningful. <clears throat> so I don't know, where do you guys stand on that? Like, you don't want to see it wedged in, but but you do think it needs to kind of change? And is it is it is it remedied by just saying, let's hire a woman to direct the film. Let's hire a black director. Like, is it, at some point they have to deliberately do it, or it'll never happen, right? Yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? Because the, the status quo is going to remain the same if it doesn't. Yeah. If somebody doesn't purposefully create a Force ripple. Yeah. yeah. Well, my issue too is like not just diverse a diverse cast, but like how is that diversity being portrayed on screen? So I'll see a, I'll see a movie where a, a character just seems like a. I'll give you an example. Luke Cage, right? Mm -hmm. Luke Cage and uh, Jessica Jones just seems like a regular person. Yeah. It's super weird. Like, you watch him and he's just a character that happens to be black and handsome and attracted to this woman and they have sex. And yeah. As opposed to, like... Just like you, Ronald. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, man. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strange thing when you see a person that looks like you and then when you see them on screen, they're they are the weirdest version, like this exaggerated version that you know wasn't written by somebody who has in mind that like people are just people. You know, Aziz Ansari on his show talked about it, like being right. told to act ethnic in this in this way that's yeah. not natural to it's, him. It's and I think that thing. that's got to be uncomfortable, you know. But I also think sometimes people do just bring that that like like Kevin Hart for example yeah. has a shtick for sure that he does and you see it in his films I don't think yeah. anybody has to make Kevin Hart act like right. that but you right. could say that that's stereotypical well I'm just to give you an idea of how weird it is I do stand up mm -hmm. constantly all over the place that is weird and I'll get off stage so I you're in this you're in this pocket of people and they're complimenting each other good good set good set and I get these weird compliments like man you you have such a way of you're just a really well-spoken person. Mm -hmm. You, Ronald, you, you know what I mean? You're like, all these <laughs> other people can speak really well. I don't know, understand why, what is, what it is about me or? I have noticed that when you get like stuck for a word, you don't like bang rocks on your head and just go. <laughs> but there's a thing, man, like there, there are ideas. I like that about you. They're very defined ideas that people have about people. Mm -hmm. And, and they are racial <clears throat> Ideas and sometimes I, I'm telling you, man. Like I'll say something that's just too normal to me, and they'll go, "What you you do? What Ronald? Hell no, you don't do that." <laughs> you know that's but that's essentially what happens in media. Like there there are very clear cut ideas that people have about women and black women and cab drivers and you know like 
Indian people and and these things become very apparent if you watch enough movies, man. People just aren't regular people. Right. They they're like these exa- like that's what's so I mean like have you ever seen that sketch on SNL about like women that are really underdeveloped in romantic comedies. They're like mm-hmm. these super like dated very limited idea of what a woman is they, they aren't fully realized ideas of women like mm-hmm. but the male lead is totally different he has like depth and ideas and vulnerability and right woman is just like you played a trick on me you've been lying the whole movie you're a piece of shit and then she comes back around when he brings flowers to her at the end of the movie you get sick of seeing that stuff particularly if there isn't fully realized versions of you on the screen. So mm-hmm. I get super uncomfortable. It's hard to like, you know how hard it is as a person who's a pretty social person to be to watch a movie mm-hmm. where a black person is terrible in it and somebody's like, how's the movie? And you don't want to go, a black person was fucking terrible in that movie. When I know, I know how I feel about it and you don't want to complain every time it happens, but it happens so often that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And people just accept it. The loudmouth black person that's like, oh, that's fucking crazy to me. That that's an okay thing for people to be okay with. It's it's sure sure there are people like that. Mm-hmm. My mom isn't like that. Yeah. My sister isn't like that. My aunts aren't like that. It's just a little fucking crazy. A white person might say, "Gosh, you know, that's kind of racist." Yeah. And a black person might go, "Yeah, no shit." Like, I, yeah, we've, we, it's like, that's, that's been racist for so long that my grandparents told me about that when I was a kid. And there's yeah. almost like there is a parallel universe that, that you can be in if you don't, if you don't right. mind those things. So I can totally see how the different meaning of that would be because it you're conscious of it. Yeah. It's like if, if you watch Friends and everybody's like, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Yeah, like, if you're like, what the fuck? What am I watching right now? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a, it is a parallel universe where like, it's almost like regular people and then these people are aliens mm-hmm. beside they don't communicate quite as well yeah. or everything's like a crazy catchphrase or right what you got like it's it gets very uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me as a black man mm-hmm. who just wants at some point <clears throat> so my my dream man is like when i have kids and i'm showing them something that they can identify with somebody just because they're a cool character. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a cool character. Not because... Of course because they're brown. But how are these people being portrayed? That's all I want to know. Yeah. Is it, is it going to be balanced? Is it going to be fair? Yeah. Because <clears throat> I, would, I, I would rather watch one good black movie a year than have these st- terrible sprinkled shitty stereotypes of people in all these movies that i'm seeing mm-hmm. i'd rather not see them at all i'd rather just see them in a good movie that you know so i i'm sorry about that rant but it's no it's, no, no. It's I mean, something it, that hurts me man yeah. it hurts my feelings it it, it hurt and the and because to have your reality kind of glossed over mm-hmm. in a way that it is like talked out of existence so the idea that like you can counter it with Obama's president, you know what I mean? Like that's that's what the counter is. Like oh, so empires on TV, Obama's black, so that's cool, right? Like Obama's you guys, black? you guys are good, right? You you got your so 
So bah humbug racism. Bah humbug, you pieces of shit. <laughs> well, believe yeah. believe it or not, you're next. Oof. Okay, so it's it's related to uh, look, man. Say what you will about <clears throat> Spike Lee. You might not like every Spike Lee movie. You may not enjoy. You may not have enjoyed the remake of what the fuck was that movie? Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. You may not have enjoyed. You may not have enjoyed any of his movies, but his intentions <clears throat> for a film are normally pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is trying to speak for the voiceless, and I think there's a there's a something there's something to that. Yeah. Right. I mean, so, he's got something on his mind, and yeah. I think that's something you can't take for right. granted from every filmmaker. I'll always be interested. In a Spike Lee joint, as they say. <laughs> right. So, for him, to, I saw Chirac. Um, How was it? It's a mixed bag, yeah. but... What do you think of just his trending, like, his career? I feel like it's been a while since I've seen a truly great Spike Lee film. I really enjoyed the movie, to be honest with you. But there were some problems. Mm-hmm. But my issue is more about the idea of, like, you see a trailer... I think that people... Headline culture has created these like uh, stupid, stupid, grand ideas that have no no backing because you haven't experienced it. Mm-hmm. Like it, I hear people regurgitate people the things they hear all the time. Like uh, you don't like Trump because you heard a punchline in a on, on SNL or people don't have fully formed ideas. You can you can feel the way you feel. I don't mind you not liking a person. But these ideas are regurgitated from headlines that you've read. People saying that they didn't like Chirac and the movie literally never came out. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's about. Satire as a means to 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 teach something to 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 inform an audience has been used forever. I don't think that he has never made fun of a culture of violence before this. Mm-hmm. Why would he do it now? And I just think it's a little dismissive for large communities of people to just make these assumptions about something that just didn't isn't true mm-hmm. i saw the movie it wasn't was you didn't even see the movie you're saying oh he's he doesn't understand chicago you haven't seen the fucking movie it's not even about that it's about countering fill, fill me in I'm, I'm missing what you're talking about okay here. so Chirac yeah, is I, I guess I don't know. Movie, right? yeah yeah I'm so familiar with the movie you, you understand the idea that yeah. like more people died in Chicago than Iraq right 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 and there's like this he's gotten death threats oh, oh okay I didn't know because that. the movie the movie the trailer came out and people were like he's making fun of the city he does no respect for the city it's not a genuine look at it. He's not from Chicago. Oh, gotcha. But it, I mean, it's a satirical. It's like it's an, a satirical. It's, it's, a, it's a it's a broad take on the situation. It's, yeah. It's like, you know, hmm. I mean, it's it's like what is it? What's it's um, what's the it's the Greek play that he's updating? It's, yeah. Uh, the, 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. But the idea is, uh, the women decide to. There's violence. People are dying in Chicago, so the women decide to stop having sex with the men. It, 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 to counter the violence, basically, oh, okay. like don't don't do anything violent. Yeah, we won't have sex with you. It's based it's based on if you, L- you keep shooting people. Have you, do you know that? No. Aristophanes. I mean, the whole premise is yeah that the women are so tired of the men going off to war that they withhold sex. They yeah, withhold to, sex to, to, to see if it counters. You to know, like as a counter to a, as like a protest against yeah, the men yeah. going to war all the time, hmm. which is a weird idea. It, it, it's. But well, I mean, I remember reading the play, or at least being—I don't know if it was in a theater class or in a literature class <laughs> that we read it. But um, 
you know, I mean, it's like one of those tales that has been done. It's it's been reinterpreted yeah, many so times. Yeah, so many times. Yeah, yeah. But this is, you know, a modern take on it, and and strange movie. It yeah. Amazon funded it. They believed in it. I don't. I don't, like. I I don't think that he would have put out something that made fun of the people that are dying in Chicago. You know what I mean? So like, it's always I'm, funny to me when people take a leap like that. Anyway, like, nothing came wanna, out. Like the, the, my problem is like, why would he suddenly start? Like if if you're assuming that, right. like yes, yeah, Spike Lee, he's one for making fun of people that die. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's assume. Did a worm crawl in his brain and he just started saying like, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna just make fun of large right. groups of people dying. That that's never been the case. I don't understand why that would have been an argument. And 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 they're being very dismissive of a person's work prior to this. Mm-hmm. Like I I just he's never put anything out like that. I, why why would the why would the director of Malcolm X also put out something that completely made fun of people that died in Chicago? That's that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Satire is very different. Then people, I guess they they're thinking like banana people slipping on banana peels, and I I just don't, I just didn't understand it, and I don't understand why people are so crazy about. Well, I think the premise people approach things with oftentimes is that you somehow can't deal with certain subjects without as without it it being as though you you're making a stand that you're saying like this is the way it ought to be. Right. You know what I mean? Like, or this is my statement about my wish for things, or this is my joke about, like, I think I think it's weird when people jump to those conclusions, and I can't think of an example, yeah. but I know we've talked about this before, where the kind of backlash against something was a misunderstanding of it. You know, imagine, yeah, but especially when you don't have enough information. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the count. This was before the movie came out, before anybody saw it, and then when people saw it, some people had like strong opinions that were like, "I don't fuck with this movie. I don't like it." Well, they're also kind of missing that. Isn't that what he wants? Is to like make you think. It's like the yeah. fact, like insight, some thought. Right, but someone if they leave the theater with those kind of thoughts, and they're like, "Well, that movie made me mad," instead of thinking, "Well, that movie made me think," you know. Right. It's just super dismissive of a lot of things, mm-hmm. and it just it makes me super sad. Like, it's a very it's a huge thing that's happening, and and people are dying at an alarming rate. Like that was one weekend that. Like 50, 60 people got shot in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like like, like what's happened in Baltimore during the summer. And it's just an interesting... Because there's more to it than that. There's a lot of cool messages in it. I don't know, man. John Cusack was incredible in the movie. He played this like preacher that exists in Chicago that really is trying to stand for uh, a lot of change. And he happens to be white. Mm-hmm. Just thought it was a really cool movie, man. I didn't like every aspect of See, it. See, I didn't know that there was a huge backlash. Oh man, it was I... huge! It's huge, like Chicago rappers and fi- you know figures there and politicians, people threatening his life. Like I said, and it's wow. just a little nuts, particularly since you haven't seen it. Yeah, and that, the, I, it it seems to be rated pretty well on Rotten Tomatoes. Like last time I checked, it was around like seventy something. It's got decent reviews. It's at eighty. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! I thought it was going to be really low, considering his last vampire movie. Well, was I was like going to say, I think for, of... for him in recent years, that's a pretty good right rating. I mean, I mean, knowing that ratings are whatever yeah, they are. Right? Yeah, it is what it is. But I I just I saw the movie. My girlfriend and I talked about it for hours. I didn't enjoy every part of it, but it was ambitious. It took on something that. Is really being silenced. This part, and it has to do with gun control, mm-hmm. and the way that people are handling things in America. And that's a real, honest look at it. 
whether it's the best look at it, I don't know, but he's trying. And, and fuck, man, like, isn't that what art is? It's it's yeah. an attempt to try to break down the walls. Well, and... I always find it strange that he, you'll hear him talking about how hard it is for him to get a budget for a movie, and it won't be that he's trying to make such a giant thing. Yeah, or and, it... and so it's like, it's it's strange to me to think that Spike Lee at this point in his career wouldn't be able to just get whatever little budget he needs to make whatever film he wants right. to make. The same way I am about, you know, hearing him, you know, when Paul Thomas Anderson had, like, there were, I know there was a time where he was trying to get the money, I think it was The Master, and it was like it went from one studio to another. It, whenever you hear about that with one of those directors, you're like, okay, folks, just give the give this director what he needs to make this movie, because it's going to be, it's going to be a worthwhile piece of art regardless yeah. of what the movie ends up doing financially. But mm. I think that, I think that's, I mean, I'm, I'm realizing as I'm saying it, you know, that's a naive view of the industry. That is, right. You would think reputation for someone like Spike Lee would carry you, but it's still, you know, he still wants a hit. Like, yeah. That's why he occasionally does one of these movies that looks like it might be a yeah. more of a mainstream and I know grab. That, I know that it did well in Chicago. Like, I know that it still wound up doing pretty well in Chicago, but, like, man, like, the the things that people were saying. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, on CNN, and it was... See, I need to... People are zapping out about this movie. Wow. And I was just like, man, just give it a chance. The movie did not come out, and people were saying like he would. It's it's wrong for him to make fun of mm-hmm. the tragedy that's going on, and I don't know about that, man. So it, you know. So you're you're humbugging the backlash to, yeah, the, Ch- Chicago, uh, the Chirac movie, and people just not really having enough information, not giving it. Especially with the information is there, like it's it's there for you to read if you want to. Mm-hmm. Just isn't very smart of you to just assume something, assuming when you have the information there, yeah. and and listening to other people that that are just regurgitating other things that other people. <laughs> I know what you mean. Fuck, man, it's 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 nuts. It's nuts. It's actually related to one I'll bring up in a minute. So. <clears throat> okay. Steve. Yeah. Thank you for letting me. My simple pick is Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough to really have a true opinion about the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know that my employer is the publisher of it, <laughs> and I'm probably breaking something by stating that I don't understand um, why. I don't know. Everybody loves this movie, or maybe maybe the book does. It has its what it's it accomplishes or whatever. Mm. But I guess more specifically, I'm just talking about the movie because I that's all I've seen. I saw the movie. And I saw the movie because, you know what, I'm all about being a part of some big surge of, like, some pop culture thing, you know? Like, the it thing at the moment. Like, let me see what this is. Let me yeah. see why it is what it is. Um, but it's just a perfect example of, like, how to do it wrong. <laughs> yeah. How an author who is super controlling, super hands-on with their property can totally fuck up a movie mm-hmm. that could have probably been put into the capable hands right. of a director who should have had more control over her movie. Um, miscasting people. Um, just nothing Nothing in this movie worked for me. And yeah. like, it just... N- not just for you, but for the people that were ready to lap up this movie. I yeah. remember... Yes. I remember reading people saying, this guy is not... What's the character's name? Christian? Christian Grey. I remember reading like people saying, that's not my Christian Grey. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Like, you, And of you, course, these are people that maybe need to get out more, but at the same yeah. time, it's like... Um, 
yeah, when people that would be the the ultimate fans of this thing are saying that, it made you realize yeah. that that was like a missed opportunity. Yeah, for it to be this huge thing that it seemed like it was supposed to be. Yeah, when people were that involved, and you know, like everybody always is, everybody's excited about who's cast for what role, right? But they're super protective over like these Anastasia and Christian Grey, or yeah. you know these 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 now epic characters in 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 our pop culture landscape, and. Um, I don't know. It's just like a very awkward movie to watch, and I, I I just wanted to bah humbug it only because I was hoping to really experience. You know, there's a lot of things like in culture that I'm I'm a part of or I try to be a part of because I'm yeah, genuinely yeah. interested in it. Mm-hmm. But then there are some of these offshoot things that I really have no concept of. <laughs> I just kind of hear about it and I, I I hear the rumble in the next room, but I kind of want to peek in and see what it is, yeah. and that's kind of what I was hoping to experience. But it's just a perfect example of like how I feel like something just completely got mucked up by capitalizing on something that is a massive, massive property. Yeah, yeah. Well, know, I mean, it existed. It was such a, I mean, as a phenomenon, it was such a, like a fast burning. Oh, it burned hard thing. and fast. So yeah. it's like I think that is something hard and fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sounds like you've seen the film. Oh, I saw um, it. it ruins the property right i mean in the long run it makes people less invested in the next movie which they're committed to doing but i would say are they going to go into damage control and try to fix certain things like what the hell can they do at this point well they have to fix it yeah i mean i think the movie was very poorly received critically and by people like you said that that, ronald do some jumping jacks or something get your get your blood that that that, give me some michael b jordan's (laughs) what do you fight for ronald (laughs) he was good at making that whatever that noise is yeah uh, um, well, that's yeah. when you do the punch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it, it it's one of my weaker humbugs. But it's only a humbug because I don't know. It's just that thing that you just like. This this could have worked. This yeah, could have been a really really kind of big thing for for a niche for a it demo for been like for a thing and fun and something that brought people in that were skeptical of it. And it could Absolutely. have also satisfied the people. That were already a fan, and it seems like it did neither. Yeah, it's a weird I do know movie. some people that it's went to go movie. see it. it I, I did hear some people saying they they it was a so good it's bad or so bad it's good thing for them, and they went back and saw it a second time. But I don't know. It, it don't is know. it is in that it is in that realm. It, it does. Uh, I could see a lot of it be, being classified that way. Yeah. It's just like a really weird movie. Like I, this is me as a man. I'm out of touch. Maybe oh, yeah, you yeah, know. I it's like you. me being curious mm-hmm. about. What is it that is so appealing about this character yeah, that a yeah. woman would be like, yeah. what? That's not Christian Grey. Like when they announced him as, yeah. you know, as Jamie Dornan as the actor to play him in the movie. Like, what is it about that character? You talk about like characters and yeah. things like that. Like, what is it about that that's attractive mm-hmm. to a woman? Right. You know, whether on the well, book or on the screen, because on the screen, He's, it's the worst possible man yeah. you could you could fall in love and want to be whipped yeah. by. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't. I, I guess in me, I'm just curious. Like I don't. I don't get yeah. that. He was and maybe a, I'm not supposed to get it. Yeah. I don't know. But in the book, he's like charismatic but kind of stoic, and it's it's like this weird combination. And maybe that just doesn't come across. I mean, I've heard no. the, I, I've heard the books are actually horrible. They're, I've heard I, they're like horribly written and just like tear. I mean, super like they started out as like Twilight fan fiction. I, I can't. Whenever I hear stuff like that, I don't know what that. I I have a problem. I don't know what that means. So what I when when I think that I think like uh, if if the end result is entertainment, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's done its job, right? I could totally, argue totally. I, I don't know how you. I I didn't love the first Harry Potter book when I read it. I wasn't like this is gonna be my right. life. 
after that. And then that was when you read the second one. You were like, "Hey, this yeah. is this is starting to look like I, my life." I read it in a I read it in psychology class, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, but like, I didn't think that well, that did was. Did you carve out the inside of a psychology book and stick a Harry Potter book <laughs> no. in there and hold it up in class? <laughs> Apparently, like the characters had mental disabilities, oh. which is what they said in my psychology class. Mm. Like, which I don't I don't even understand, but um. That sounds like a fan theory. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> It'll be a BuzzFeed article next week. Right, right. Really? The idea of, of taking something... Bah humbug BuzzFeed. I'm getting <laughs> sick of their little videos. I love them. They're kind of addictive, I but they're such Eat. a format. They're just yeah. such a... You know what I mean? It's Did like, you see the like, drunk women uh, and they bring the puppies in? That that I liked, because so that was good. at least something different. Do you watch the food ones? Not... No. You need to get into this, where they just try, like... Uh, Let's try burgers from breakfasts from all these different fast food places, and they 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 don't mark them, and you guess which ones. Yeah, best. I love those coffees from different places, candies from foreign countries. Very entertaining Buzzfeed videos. It's been a while since we. Had I think we were ahead of our time when here. you brought us back that yeah. candy. Oh yeah, I think we Buzzfeed need, probably heard that we episode. Need to get, we need to get back to that. <laughs> we need to get back to snacking in 2016. Oof, that was fun as fuck. Yeah. I gotta tell you, man, I added a different layer. I'd of say Bah Humbug did no snacks in 2015. Yeah. I know, we, well, or very few. <laughs> yeah. get back very, very few. But I don't know. Yeah, just there's that's, not much else to say about that. I get what you're one. saying. Like, you're right. Like at the end of it, it's it's all it's it, yeah, did, it did it entertain. But yeah, but I but, like that, but I used like, to have a friend that would go see a movie, and if if he laughed like ten times, and it was a comedy. He would say it was good, right? And he'd be like, "What about this? What about that?" And he'd say, "Oh, that sucked. Oh, he was terrible." But it it made me laugh ten times, and right. they were spread out yeah. throughout the film, and I stayed awake, and so it was it did what it was supposed to do. Okay, and I've never been able to be quite that forgiving of a movie. I still want there to be something there, some, yeah. something something coherent, um, but. Uh, I, I I know that feeling of like well if it entertains then it can't yeah, be this... all bad like it's the whole premise of like fifty million Elvis fans can't be wrong you know yeah. um, <laughs> and I think that you when there's a phenomenon I always want to be in on it yeah. or, exactly I, I, That's I, what I always mean. want to know yeah. what's up with it and it was funny hearing from you because I mean you would be the person that I know who's a, a movie buff Steve who I would have expected to be the most able to come out of that saying you know. It was kind of cheesy, but yeah. it was kind of cool, or it had a cool thing, or there was yeah. this one part, or what, even if you just said there was a great ass shot in it or something, right. uh, it would have been something, but no one no. came out of it and saying... I, I guess, and that's the thing, too, about it, is that like for being such a you know, a kinky, pornographic novel, from what I've heard, the movie is like very... Very, very tame. Yeah, like it's like it's not even as interesting as like Skinamax. Yeah, when you see you know what a I mean? porn and two characters that you know were just put on set, they well, supposedly more... they hated each other too. Yeah, yeah, I, and uh, and honestly that get... that is on the screen, dude. Jesus. Like there's yeah. zero there's, chemistry this, between them. The scene where he pops up in the store and she's like supposed to be surprised and she's like at the hardware store. Yeah. Hey, what what are you doing here? Yeah, like, what? What? That's this supposed to be like this electric sexual energy does not come across. Yeah, it's just a weird. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I I just I just don't get it. I don't get um, it. The movie was yeah, not good. The books, I I can't. I don't know. I guess I don't understand. Maybe the movie missed what the books were saying. I'll never read the books, but yeah, I, I just. Uh, I guess the biggest thing that baffles me is that I don't get what is so exciting about that story. I get it. I get, I, I get, I get the fetish and the SNL, if if that's a desire or a fantasy, but that character, I don't understand mm-hmm. 
for as many things you're talking about of like <laughs> how to properly treat right, a right. woman yeah. or you know e- equal yeah. equal you know things like like I don't I feel like that's so regressive to me to yeah. like put that on the screen and be like that's a dream guy yeah that's what you want to think but, about yeah it's, it's weird. weird it's, it's weird. very weird because a part that the part that everybody's talking about that is like the empowering thing doesn't really happen until later where she takes the the situation and kind of makes it. The submissiveness is also a form of spoilers. power. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. But that yeah. comes later on. That's not in the first movie. So, like, that's right, not the right, thing that right. they're embracing. Is not the thing that is on screen. It's fucking terrible. It's a terrible movie. Right. I think if you, if you didn't know anything about the the books, and you saw it as a standalone movie, It's it has it can't carry itself. It's not good enough. There's yeah, I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of bad movies, and yeah. like this, it maybe even isn't the worst movie of the year. Maybe oh, it is. It's lifetime level. Like, but but like, it is. But I think. But just the reason that I have it on my list is is solely because it just seems like a huge miss. Yeah. Like what an opportunity to take some sort of groundswell and turn it into like this franchise thing How did that is do? very different. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's yeah. it's it's like a this is like a sex franchise right. in mainstream cinema. Like what? This is happening, and it, it's it's completely fucked. Do you remember the, when people used to try to buy the books at, at the Apple Store? When they used to no. like, so the. I think I was get, already gone. Oh, man. I was at I was at my I was at Pango Random House. Yeah, so the the older ladies would come in and like, yeah, I want to get an iPad. How, how do I buy this on the iPad? <laughs> like, yeah, well, can you put a picture? Can you put a picture? <laughs> I buy it. Just put a picture. I, I I believe that. Yeah, it was it was nuts, man. Like it that was. I a, will say, man. The only positive thing I could say about Fifty Shades of Grey is that I think it was in year number two of my employment at my current employer. That mm-hmm. that book series was responsible for giving every single employee at Penga Random House a big-ass bonus Oof. at Christmas that That's year. That's incredible, man. Like, yes. That's it was nice. amazing. Which is why, like, maybe I wanted to get into it. Like, yeah. thank yeah, you for the bonus. Yeah. Right. But in hindsight, nope. Oof. Nope. Garbage. Gave you a bonus. But it didn't give you a boner. It did not. No boner here. <laughs> no chemistry, man. No chemistry. And no. and it really bothers me. It's weird. I met the author briefly oh, okay. when she did a tour at our offices. And she was very kind. But it really bothers me to read about her and to hear how ag- aggressive and protective and like just power. Mm-hmm. Like, we, again, talking about yeah, Stallone and Sandler, like when you have that ego, when something works really well and you can't hand it over yeah. and have faith that your thing because most of those things you ever have those situations where somebody has something that's like super successful but you almost wonder like if they're kind of covering something up or if only uh, they really know how to present it in a way that still makes it look good but if yeah. somebody else got a hold of it they, they either would make it better or they'd make you aware of why it's not good at all yeah you know you and i feel like right. this is kind of like that i feel like her giving it over to somebody and saying yeah, go ahead and, you know, make this movie that, you know, I- I'm responsible for writing this huge selling book series for. Well, you know, like when, when, when somebody covers a song and someone's like says, uh, this totally smokes the original. There's a part of me that's like, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm bummed at that notion. I always think the original thing, what started the trend, what started the series, what started the idea, you got to give your props to that. Yeah. There's no way to know what Ryan Coogler could have done with Creed if there hadn't been six rock oh, no, movies no, no. before. Right, no, right. no, I don't think, Absolutely. I'm not saying anyone's trying to take it away. I'm just saying, no. I, but it is interesting to note that what that resulted in, that stepping away, that reducing of the ego, that it clearly made a movie that had, I mean, the three of us at this table, I don't think we've ever 
raved about Sylvester Stallone's acting uh, as a collective before. And I think I, like when he pops up on the screen in this, it's such a lived in character and you totally believe this guy and you kind of remember that there was a time when, when Stallone was a, was like, I mean, before he became the parody of himself that he became, when he was a, a, a hungry actor who cooked up this character, he's so connected to that character. Yeah. Um, Man. That like, yeah, I think there is something to be said for that, that just kind of knowing what the project needs or knowing that you're going to, knowing that you can trust the process and that your idea, yeah, let, let some let some young guy take it and and see me, even maybe some people will say this is one of the best. I've, I mean, I've heard many people saying that Creed is their second favorite Rocky film. Mm. Or, um, it's up there. It's in their second or third favorite. It seems like a lot of people are saying, and I, I, th- I buy that, you know. And it was interesting to see it outside the auspices of of a Stallone kind of lording over it. But really, what was really interesting about that was to see how just that different voice was able to kind of reinvigorate it and yeah. make it interesting to me in a way that I don't think I would have been as interested had it been Rocky Seven and it was like another Stallone. Joint, well, there's something you know? to be said for like acknowledging where something comes from, you know, right. like something started it. And, but I just I just am really bothered by like just Rocky not being an example of this, but like just coming back to Fifty Shades. I don't know. I just it bothers me when you just can't let go. You know, yeah, like yeah. and maybe that's really what my buy humbug is. Maybe that's why it didn't work. Maybe let go of of something and and have some trust. You know, like you're a novelist, questionably, like not right. really a well. Regarded one. Well, didn't it start a out super as success- Twilight fan fiction? That's what I was just saying. Oh, and like bulletin boards. So in a weird way, this is a descendant yeah. of your prior yeah, the humbug CGI about baby. the CGI yeah, baby yeah. from the Twilight yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. So it all comes back to that. But <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I, you know, it's just like. See, I told you these are all continued know, stories. Yeah, right. Just, just yeah. let it, just let it go. Like yeah. let it, let it, um, let it go. Let, let it, go. it go. Let it go. That comes up a lot. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Are they going to be in the next one? The both. I don't. I, yeah, I think I. I don't know. I don't. I kind of fell out of. I know. I think I. Read, How could like, they recast either one of them? Somebody. I know? forget who's directing the sequel. Like I think she lobbied to have her husband hire to write the sequel. Yeah. El. Instead of having like an actual Hollywood screenwriter who has written movies that maybe could improve upon a first movie that was horrible. Right. And that's that's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like is that weird. is no, not. I read that. Yeah. That's not going to make it better. Yeah. Like they ha- they do have a director I think signed up for mm-hmm. either for the second or the second and third, who I want to say it's um, ooh, who is it? J. Oh, oh my God, his name Mangold. James Mangold. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say James, which seems like capable hands, and he's kind of treaded that territory before. But also, also though, kind of a workman like director who does yeah. a lot of different things though. So that, that that's no guarantee of anything. True. True. I don't know, but maybe he's a confident enough stylist to where it just will be a or or they hired somebody who'll just go along. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. Ugh. Like maybe uh, a guy. You're, goes, you're probably onto that. Yeah. You're probably right. Which so that bye bye. Well, these these are all related to past complaints. I was going. We we talked for, for a bit, um, maybe even in a couple of the prior Bahambug episodes. But we we've, we've talked about like trolls, negativity, mm. people that gotta have a negative opinion. But this year, I particularly noticed. And we've been back and forth about our feelings about critics on this show. Um, but I, I do – I still follow critics. And I, there are certain critics I like the way they write even if I disagree with them and I'll read their stuff. And certain sites will have a, a, a comment, commenting community that is not nauseating and so you can actually read like a discussion about a film or something. Mm. And other times it's inevitable that it becomes trolling. But what I've noticed a lot this year was particularly in reviews – 
where people and I I've, I always hate it when I'm reading a review and people are responding to it saying like oh you shouldn't have reviewed this movie you don't even like this genre or whatever I always feel like well a critic can critic mm. critique whatever they want to critique you know you can you can decide whether or not you value criticism but they're not beholden to have an open mind about every film they go in to sit down mm-hmm. but I find it strange when a critic writes about a horror film and says something that indicates that they just that they just are begrudging the genre for being the genre. Uh, like when they're like saying, yeah, yeah. they're like saying, oh, oh, what is it? A setup for more scares? And you're like, yeah. Or yeah. Or, or, when, or when when they complain about over the top uh, characters in a comedy. Or what I read a lot this year was, uh, you know, people talking about comic book movies. You know, everyone's free to like or not like comic book movies. But when someone says they're just going to keep making these sequels, oh, great! What well, what is this? The continuing story of this character? And you're like, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. You can decide to like that or not to like it, but that's what the that's what those movies are trying to do. Horror movies are trying to set you up for scares, however they can. Com- yeah. Comedies are trying to make you laugh, right? However. You know, a comic book movie at this point, when they put one out, they are falling back on on decades of stories, and they're trying to appeal to fans who have followed the soap opera of those characters. So it's like you can check out or check in for whichever movie you want to, but the idea that it's a series, I feel like holding that against an individual movie is a strange thing to do. Or the fact that a movie is, is, you know, trying to scare you or whatever. I just find that to be such a strange... Like, I think what bugs me about it is because it's someone who's in such a hurry to show you how they are, they, they're better than whatever they're writing yes. about. But what they're revealing is that they don't understand the thing that they're writing about, you know? Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to genre fare, whether it's sci-fi or, or superheroes or, or horror or anything, and they, they sort of admit to not understanding oh, this is a bunch of gobbledygook or a bunch of gibberish and blah, blah, blah. And they go on and you're like, wait, no, the movie actually explained that. You know, like I'm, I'm, I watched it and I, you know, you can, again, you can talk about things that are wrong with the movie, but to critique it for, for being gibberish or being silly or being ill-defined when they seemingly aren't, and this is, again, this is me being very subjective, but like they seemingly aren't sophisticated enough to see how that movie is despite being a goofy comedy, had something to say. Or that despite being just another horror film, actually had a subtext to it or something. So it's like, I'm not saying I don't like negative criticism of things I like, but I hate it when that criticism seems to come from a flawed place. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I've just put it down as uh, bah humbug to killjoys, you know. Yeah. I, I liken it to when someone comes along, you're posting about something you like on Facebook and someone comes along and shits on it, yeah. you know, and just yep. says they don't like that thing. And yeah. you're sort of like, well, okay, you kind of so – go post that on yeah, your or page. Just, or just make your own post about yeah. not liking it. Like, yeah. But again, I don't want to say let's shut down debate. I just think it's a weird impulse. Yeah. Like if I'm a critic and I hate uh, movies that have a bunch of effects in them or I hate – puppets or whatever I don't 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 I don't know. see it I don't, don't know consume. I guess I, maybe yeah, that's I, where I I'm saying it. I can't tell them how to do their job yeah, but yeah. I think it's a strange thing that's where I that's when I begin to think that criticism is kind of strange is when someone who was never going to like the new uh, you know Fast and Furious movie or whatever decides to rip it a new asshole in a review sure it's like every now and then something is so shit that it needs to be kind of made an example of yeah. but most of the time Unless you're like an esteemed film podcast that does it once a year, you shouldn't dwell on the negative if you can help it. Right. I agree. That's a good one, though. So, yeah, bah humbug, Killjoys. That's a really good one. I'm going to throw out a statement, and it might be come off a little vulgar. Um, Surprise, surprise. No, it's not not that vulgar. 
Just, just say it. Yeah. Get get the Marvel tit out of your mouth, man. Oh God. <laughs> Here's my issue, man. Other people are making films in the world. Mm-hmm. Some of them aren't in the Marvel universe. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Some of them are based on comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Some of them are attempting to compete with the Marvel universe. Yes, in the way that like any movie that's coming out is competing with whatever current right. trend is going on. Sure. Give Batman versus Superman a chance. I I don't I don't Oh, absolutely. I don't agree with every choice that Zack Snyder's Jack Zack Snyder feels in a lot of ways like Michael Bay in a way. Like in the way that like he's had some gems, but Overall, man, like his his choices sometimes can be nuts, and I think that he's trying something different with this. Well, I mean, he always does something with a feel and a and he's got yeah, a, he's, a vis- he's, he's great with visuals, yeah. you know. And he always does, yeah. He always it's, it's he's not a he's not a guy who doesn't try. He's the opposite of lazy. Yeah, you know? I, well, yeah, exactly. That's a, that's, I'll, that's... I'll say that he commits. He commits, and and I do love that. And I think there's something to be said about a person that's trying something different. See, this... I don't want to give him too much credit for trying to be that different yet, because I don't think Man of Steel blew me away with like how it approached the story. Yeah, but I Watchmen th- blew me away. Well, I, but, what I find yeah, strange is the right. people who, who this this kind of rivalry rivalry you're talking about. Yeah. Like I think it's just the this that you have to pit things against each other. Right. I find that very strange. I, I do think that. Right now, that's what a lot of that's what the story is that people want to publicize is this kind of Marvel versus DC right. thing. But I feel like those characters have been around for decades too. So it's strange to me that people want to like feel like they have to put down one to uh, extol the virtues of the other. All I'm saying is Thor was of equal or more shittiness. But I don't I don't know anybody that will run. Well, we have one friend Just of the saying. show, Bob Rose, is a big Thor fan. But in general, I don't know that many people uh, that are. That are big Thor fans. Yeah. You know, they like them in the... I'm just saying, I yeah, I, yeah. I, right. I feel like when you've got 12 or 15 movies or however many in a series, uh, some of them are going to be stinkers. Yeah, and, be stinkers. And anyone that says they're all great is, is lying. Just saying, like, <laughs> give it, give the movie a chance. Give so have you seen a lot of, uh, like... Because yeah, I've, I've more just seen back and forth stuff, but... It, don't get me wrong, man. Like, that trailer was a lot to handle. See, I liked the trailer. I, I liked the trailer a lot was of my it. first thing that got me excited. Before this, I was like thinking, "Is this just going to be moody and and dark and no fun?" And yeah, I and this trailer actually looked like it might have some. There might be some life in the film. But I even with so. that, like I, I totally agree. I, I I'm I've been on board with. I'm ready to see this movie. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm interested. But you're right, and it kind of goes with your Killjoy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like though. Oh, it looks like it's brought levity to the story, or like mm-hmm. there's some of that comic. Like it's not as dark, but then immediately it's like, but 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 what can we complain about? Yeah, because right. it's not Marvel. Exactly. And, and a lot of and you know I I gotta agree with you. Like I feel like a lot of people I know are just like no matter what happens with this attempt for this relaunch or like this sequel, right. there's always something that somebody's complaining about. Mm-hmm. And I don't hear that with Marvel. No, movies. they accept everything that Marvel has. See, I do. Every, I, see, I don't. Man, I don't have the wrong. I see just as many people. I don't see in it. my feed. Oh. You must. It's funny in my feed. I see like people that want to come out. I, I I always think it's strange anyway. But you know, to say like, all right, I'm mm-hmm. going to post a negative. I'm going to post a trailer and then 
so that I can bitch about it. If I'm, right. if I'm posting a trailer, it's because I think it looks awesome right. or something. But no, I, it's funny. I don't see as much of what you guys are describing as being like kind of like a, a, a like a cultish oh, loyalty. Cultish, I feel like man. everybody I know that likes the Marvel movies knows which ones are good, or at least has their own idea of which ones are good and which ones are bad. And they're kind of on, like, the way I feel about it anyway, is I'm just on board for the general long-form storytelling experiment. I, I, I'm going to like some and not like sure, others. Sure, sure. And I'm also, I'm not I'm not prejudging what DC is doing at all. I, I What I was suspicious of was just when Superman hadn't really gotten a full movie yet, yeah. to throw it into this other movie where he's competing with Batman and Wonder Woman and all these other characters for screen time. But, again, having seen that trailer, it looks like... I don't know. I'm, I'm more worried that the trailer reveals the whole story of the movie. I'm, well, th- yeah. I, that's my that, bigger that, concern. That was what I was getting at, was that even though this one, there's more to like about this trailer for people that had complained about the prior, the next thing that there is to complain about is that. That yeah. trailer-itis that, thing. That, yeah. That, yeah, that um, like too much is being given away. It seems like a lot is given I don't disagree with it you. It seems like it. But, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I think that's also a product of what they do with trailers. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but I think that's just the reality. I'm hoping, I just think that in some people's worlds, there's there's not there isn't space for both of them. It's weird. Why? I don't know what that is. Like, man. why do they value that identity that they get from being a Marvel guy or a DC yeah, guy? Like, how? What a small petty it's so thing crazy. to care about because yeah. it may, it only matters inside that 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 bubble. Because outside that bubble, they're all superheroes, and most people don't know. I mean, it's only nowadays that you've got these film universes that yeah. most people, that the average person knows the difference between Marvel and DC right. anyway, you know? And if you want to get technical about it, the ones that they invested in, the mainstream did not know about prior to these movies, mm-hmm. period. Yeah, sure. They wouldn't know. If, if that was the case, why weren't the sales reflecting that in, mm-hmm. when it came to the comics? I don't, I don't understand why people act like this, this is like this informed audience that existed prior to this besides the comic book audience mm-hmm. when it came to Iron Man and when it came to Captain Oh, well, America. that was the magic it's trick that Marvel pulled lie. with those movies is that they got people to care about characters exactly. that, that weren't... To, to act like people had this deep investment in these, these properties prior to that is a fucking lie. It's a lie. I'm sure there are it, people just, kind of pretending that they were into yeah. it, like the, you know. There are a large chunk of people that That's are funny. like, "I've always, been, I've always been a Captain America." Fan. No, you have not. There's no that. I, I, I would fall into the category of people that never knew enough to have an opinion. That's all right. No, no, no. And but I'm That's not saying wrong. I don't, I don't yeah. come out on the other end like, oh, I've always loved Iron Man. I've yeah. always loved. The only Iron one I'll Man. ever say is that I've always loved Batman, mm-hmm. and that's the one I've always known the most Man. about. Yeah. And that's the only reason I feel like I'm most interested in those movies with whatever incarnation it is. That's not to say that I haven't well, I mean, thoroughly there, enjoyed there's a, most um, of the Marvel oh, movies. Man. There is so. another reason why you... There's another, like, a Venn diagram of, of Steve and love. Because you've got right. your love of Batman and your love of Affleck. Right. So this right. is and really, like, man, look, Christmas for you comes in March of 2016. I happen to I'm be in the middle of yeah. it. Look, I... And I'm... I, I mean... Ah, I'm softening... Batfleck. Softening yeah. so much to the idea of him being Batman, I'm I'm ready for it, man. I, di- I it it become it became more clear to me as I'm seeing the stills and seeing like how stocky Batman. Yeah. And that that's so what I think. Gray around the temples. I yeah. like that a lot. So that he's cool, like man. one of the most Im- like physically imposing. Yeah, he, on film. He's mm-hmm. tall. A Batman. Like he's tall. He's bigger than Superman yeah. in the it. shots. Like when he's kind of you know he sees him. He's they're eye to eye. If yeah. not, he's above. You know. Yeah. Little so, things like that. Just and he's got that smirk. That same smirk 
in the trailer when he's like... No, that scene he, with the two of them meeting was great. What, in, yeah. At the ball or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. it's that same kind of like... That, that, that Affleck smirk that, yeah. you know, Fincher was talking about in... in uh, Gone Girl, you know? Well, it's I like, like it when these that... movies own up to the goofiness and meet it head on. And I feel like that was my only problem overall, my biggest problem with the Nolan Bat films was just how seriously they took themselves. Oh, I love that. I like that, but I don't like when it's a serious crime drama and then around the corner comes a guy in like a foam latex outfit. I've almost put down, I think every year as one of my bah humbugs, false binaries, where yeah. people force this battle between things that doesn't need to be yeah. a battle you know and it's just it's but it's the nature of the way people treat like to you know it's that we talk about box office sometimes we talk about uh, ratings on rotten tomatoes and metacritic sometimes so it's like we, there is a little bit of a horse race aspect to culture but i i feel like you know it's exciting i mean i think the culture at large is going to be excited that there's a new batman movie coming out and superman still has a name recognition even though he's nowhere near where where batman is yeah, and i yeah. think that that can happen and be successful, and then Marvel can have their... F- I just think it's weird when people act like there can only be one at the end of the day yeah. that wins or something. And that, that's just not the way I look at movies. And that's, I think, the trick that Marvel pulled, is that Batman is overshadowing Superman, but yeah. arguably, probably half of the Marvel Universe films' mm-hmm. ca- central characters, if you if you polled moviegoers, right. also probably are overshadow Superman. I would say that Batman oh, is still the yeah. big the big dog, but Iron Man and and uh, and Captain, Captain America, America. And people like that in terms of audience recognition, like there was that story that leaked about the or not leaked, but there was a story that I read about um the just the the hits the plays yeah. of the trailer yeah that like the Civil War trailer when it first came it out broke a it, record. it broke a record and then like the the Batman versus Superman hasn't broken that same record and then yeah. some people are saying well this is technically the second film in a series whereas. Civil War, Captain America Civil War is technically the 11th or 12th right. movie in yeah. a series, you know? And it's like, so that, again, speaks to what I was saying before about people not wanting these movies to be continuing stories. It's like, that's what Marvel has done, yep. is create curiosity yep. about these characters. And I know you go back and forth on them, yeah, and yeah. you go back and forth on them, and I do too, but, like, the thing that Marvel has done is create a sense of, oh, if you like, if you want to see the latest adventures of Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and Mark Ruffalo as, as these characters that we like, yeah. Tom Hiddleston, all these actors that people really like in these roles, this is... If you don't like these characters, these aren't going to seem like movies even to you. Sure. But if you like these characters, it's going to be interesting, even if it's not a good movie, to see where they're at now. And I feel like what Zack Snyder is trying to do, maybe on a couple of movies, we'll see the effects of it. The scene where I think it's Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman, and... uh, Doomsday. He's like, Doomsday. He's like, uh, 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 I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. No, but it's a perfect... Like, I love I that's love a perfect quick, quippy voice, bantery way. way to to do that. I'm gonna ask you guys two. what you thought about. I the thought voice. it was great. Okay. I, it's not well. I, I, if we're gonna accept the idea that Batman does a voice, I think it's a, a pretty cool sounding voice. Yeah. But if I, if I don't remember when we all agreed that Batman had to, you know, that there yeah. had to be something. But I think this, I like, I well, like. We can't the sort sound of, like we can't sound like Bruce. No, Wayne. I know. Yeah. I understand Come that. On now, John. So what I, I would do is, if I was him, is when I was out in public as Bruce Wayne, I would be like, hey. But Superman might be the worst, though. He literally just takes his glasses off. I know that's ridiculous. Like, but I feel like that is the thing that you cannot get past. You have. They're gonna have to make fun of that, or they're gonna have to have some explanation that he vibrates at a different frequency and cameras don't pick him up or something like that. That'd be cool. But I also don't need that explanation. That's what I mean about the inherent goofiness of all these movies. I don't want them to try to be too believable, and I don't want them to try to ground 
the world of Batman and Superman sure. and, and make it too believable. I want to see the fantastical stories and the images and, and that I know that like Zack Snyder can cook up these amazing images. And it looks like that's what they're doing. Like they're going for something a little more heightened with this, even though Doomsday looks like a melted uh, Ninja Turtle or a cave troll from Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, <laughs> it looks terrible. It's crazy that... But maybe that's unfinished CGI. I don't think so. Uh, That's the one that they're going to... Four months away, they're they're still working. (laughs) Make them look totally different. I I don't don't know how different. They changed Bane's voice in like a couple months. Which was nuts. Yeah, that first trailer. Yeah, yeah, I went to DC to see that trailer and was in there for like 10 minutes and they kicked us out. But yeah, it was so low, I couldn't hear anything in the Mm -hmm. scene. And then I go, I, I see the trailer again, and it's totally different. It's Hollywood, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's the mean streets of I, Hollywood, USA. I feel like, yeah, that that was crazy. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, though. And I, I just think that people just need to give other shit outside of what they know a chance. I'm, all I'm saying is... It's all connected, RJ. It's the trolls. It's the killjoys. Yeah, it's all, you know, I mean, I think, that, I think that we are all... Sort of, again, we're into it. We like movies. It's weird when people dwell on on the negative. And it's weird when people go ahead. Like, like you know, there's been a backlash. Of course, by the time this episode drops, we will have all seen uh, the new Star Wars film. But at this point, we haven't. But there's already, like, the people who have to voice that they're not excited about Star Wars. And I understand. Mm-hmm. I've posted yeah. about not caring about football before. You know, so I understand the impulse to do that. But it's sort of, if you're outside that and you're you're... You're seeing that for what it is. You realize that's kind of a, a useless impulse to yeah. be like, I'm going to let everyone know that I don't like this thing yeah. or that I'm not looking forward to this thing or that if you are looking forward to it, you're an idiot or something. It's just a weird – we're all guilty of it at different times, but I think I usually don't click uh, uh, you know, send or, or post like right. I used to. So, um, I finally saw the Revenant trailer, not related to B- by mm-hmm. Humbugs. Well, no, the trailer still looks great to me, but the reviews that are coming out are, are Luke. Oh, come on. They're lukewarm, dude. That scene where that horse, he's on that horse and it just falls still down. Still that... looks beautiful. What but the I, fuck is I, that? I, I've just heard that is it's that CGI? Kind of an empty story. What is that? I don't know. I think there's Did a ton of stuff. Did they just kill a horse? <laughs> just kill a horse? Just about every shot I've seen from that looks like something I haven't seen before, you know? <laughs> just killed a horse. I don't think felt. they can, but I don't know. You never know. That horse was going to break its neck at that angle that they shot it at. And the, the bear, it's just too much, man. I'm ready. I'm totally ready. I'm ready. Are you going to see it on Christmas? I don't know. I might be going. I don't think it'll be out here on Christmas. Yeah. Really? I think Anywhere? it's one of those, ro- well, I don't know, DC. It's like one of those rollout things. Well, I'm going to DC to see uh, Hateful Eight. Might as well just see. stay down there for the week. If I ever find out when it's coming out. Don't look like Those assholes. Piece of shit. Yeah, sorry. You good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Thank you for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. I love you guys. So that was Bah Humbug to what? Like prejudging? Uh, yeah, prejudging Mar- fake Marvel fanboys. Yeah, get off, <laughs> get off the Marvel tit, man. Just, just for two seconds, just soak in other things. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Steve, my last humbug is a quick one. The most recent one. Well, maybe pixels I watched at home on DVD, but I have a real issue with. <laughs> What's covered? I'm going to be in the minority on this one, but. I absolutely is so disappointed by the Hunger Games. Really, Mockingjay Part Two. I, I didn't see okay. it yet. 
And, and here's the thing. Part two... When we were talking in, about the phenomenon, that's a phenomenon that I was very glad when I saw Catching Fire, and I really liked it. Part two, the last one, right? No, the I haven't seen the third one or the fourth one well, yet. Well, what I'm saying is My Ba Humbug is the whole splitting it into two movies thing. Yeah. I okay. have a really big issue with that. I agree with you. It sort of bothered me with the Harry Potter film, but I felt like there was way more material there to mine mm. that. That gave them a chance to just not cut anything out that exactly. the readers wanted to exactly. see. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I admittedly, but I'm going to lump it in because it may seem like it made yeah. it into three movies. I'm going to throw The Hobbit in oh, there sure. as well. Got to. But what the, what, what, what the Hunger Games did is it pulled a quick one on me. Mm. Okay, so the first one, <laughs> like the movie, was okay. Yeah. Catching Fire... I was all in. I, I was too. I'm like, what is this that I just missed? Because I just fucking love that movie. Oh, that was great. Mm. And, you know, I was anxiously awaiting Mockingjay. And they brought back the same director, right? It was yeah, Francis Lawrence up, for the yep, last three. He finished yeah. them. And I don't know, man. Immediately after seeing part one, I had a really bad feeling. Not only did I not like the movie. Mm-hmm. but You didn't like Mockingjay? No. Part one. No, part one I did not. Um, I think it's the weakest of the series. Interesting. Um, but immediately leaving, I can't help but think, that there could have been an incredible film to close out and to build upon something that pulled a, a non-book, you know, yeah. franchise guy, person, entity into to being a fan sure. of this series. I'm not the target for this. They got me. Mm-hmm. But then I go and see Mockingjay 1 and I'm just like anticlimactic, lack of action, lack of story development, any kind of character movement, anything really for me. It was void of all of that. Mm-hmm. Everybody, oh, you wait till you see part uh, part two is going to close it out. Like my friends that like it or that know about it, that have read the books. And while it was better than part one, because it, it actually had glimpses of all the categories that I just laid out. Yeah. It was so self-contained and something that should have been one thing. You know, like you have two halves of one thing that... The first is so weak, and the second is not as weak, but it's still not strong. But if you maybe combine them and let them air out and not have so much... There's so much like unnecessary exposition in the first one like that wasn't moving the plot along at all. Mm. And uh, and that let me just clear something up. I don't think that they're horrible right. by right, any right, means. Right. I, I wouldn't say that I hated either one, really. I'm more so I'm just pissed at them. Because I feel like I could have went out of this and been like, I fucking love that trilogy of movies. Yeah. And it got me. It, it it did what I feel like I would love a trilogy to do, which is get me, hook me, and then just make me so satisfied with, with my with my decision to stick with it. Mm. And it went the opposite way. Mm. It went down. And um, I don't know. I just feel like it kind of just... How much of that was the story? Because I know a lot of people have said... That the third book was kind of a downer at the end of the series too, and that the story—it's supposed I have not mm. having read the book or yeah, seen the either. last two films. Oh, I, yeah. But it's like that there is. But I've heard that it's like kind of an ending that's hard to make into a an exciting, crowd pleasing picture. Mm. So I mean, is that I'm not, is, is I'm it not the criti- story? I'm or not is criticizing it, the story. I'm not criticizing. You're just talking about the fact that it got kind of it was like bloated and kind of lessened the effect of it. That's it. I feel like if I could have experienced half of part one mm-hmm. and let me watch part two, mm-hmm. like if that was the third entry in the Hunger Games film series, it would have probably done fine yeah. in my and in, at least in my opinion, you know, in my experience. I just felt like it's like that goddamn thing where they just like know they can make as much money as possible. Right. And you know what though? I mean, you mentioned before like looking at box office thing is not not having to compare it, but I mean like as a lesson, diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Like 
Mockingjay 1, Mockingjay 2, it went downhill from, from Catching Fire. Mm. Like, word of mouth was not as good on either one of them, you know, and I feel like, sure, in the end, they still made more money, but you're doing you're doing us wrong, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, let us, let us see it, make it, you have, as a studio, as a creative team, whatever it is, you have a property that people love. Like, I don't know, the answer will never be yes, but wouldn't you rather put it out and let it be the best form of itself then let it be something that you have two or three options to make money from the same person. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that they ever have to stop mining that property. If right. they want to keep making yeah. money, they just announced this week that they're gonna they plan to make prequels mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm. They're planning a Hunger Games theme park, you know, in Atlanta or something like that. Like they're it's never gonna stop. So like why did it have to be two movies? Mm-hmm. You know, you it just bothers me. And I know that like Part of you is like, okay, we'll make two movies because then you get to go to see another Hunger Games movie next year, yeah. you know, if you're the super fan. Right. But if you're looking for just like a quality experience like of a film or, you know, your book was one book, like you could, unless it's something like, you know, we're talking about Harry Potter, there's enough material that they really didn't have to cut a ton out. But I don't know what they even cut out of the book. I mean, admittedly, like, I haven't read the book, but I've spoken with people who have. And even even some of them have acknowledged that it could have been made into one movie, mm-hmm. and it would have been a better movie. Yeah. There's no doubt. The second well, I mean, one was ha- slow. See, I felt the first one was slower. The, the second one was slow to me. Like there was see, a lot I, of. See, like, I really camp- like the second one. There's a lot of camping, and I, I don't know, man. I didn't really. You don't like camping, maybe. I don't really like sitting around and letting stuff happen. I, I didn't really like any of that. I I, I don't know. I, I get what yeah. you mean. I don't think they should have split it up. But I just felt like in the second one, in in Mockingjay Two, it's just there's more progression of that story oh, yeah. you know like like how many times in malcolm j1 is she going to film a propaganda video like how many times are they using her as a symbol of hope you know how many times is she going to the districts and everybody's giving her the three finger thing like i i get that and that stuff's cool you know what i'm saying but like but you're saying they spent yeah spent that much time on it and then it then it really makes it seem like a cynical move exactly to split it in half yeah. exactly and it's like by the end of that movie you get to the big cliffhanger and then in the Mockingjay Part 2, like, it picks up right from there or shortly after there. I don't know. It just... And then she goes back out with the film. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. It's maybe me dissecting, like, narrative stuff. I don't think you're in a minority of people who oh, okay. felt like it kind of okay. it kind of fizzled. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It's in one of those rare things where I just felt like, ooh, this surprised me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, Catching Fire. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. literally loved Catching Fire. Yeah. Like, I saw it, like, I think twice in the theater. Like, it was it was a blast, man. Yeah. That movie was great. And I don't know, man. It's just cutting movies up into multiple, cutting cutting properties up into multiple movies. Like, any time you see that part one, part two mm-hmm. of the same subtitle or the surname or whatever, and, you know, Hobbit, Harry Potter, uh... The Twilight movies, it's like, let's just take the last one and <laughs> charge it. people twice. Just charge me twice yeah. for the same ticket and just make one movie. I'd rather you do that than make yeah. me pay twice and give me two crappy movies. Right. Like, mm, that's it. Bah humbug. Would you watch them if, would you be more eager if they were in the same year? That's, I know that's a weird thing, but like, no. you, you'd still be like, fuck this. Uh, yeah, I... It's it's not a matter of timing to me. What did you think of Kill Bill one and two? No issue at all. Oh. See, so so in other words, because yeah. I was gonna say, like, do you think maybe it's the material? It's like it was a combination of the fact that they split it and that the material 
was kind of lacking in that sense. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't read the book. I don't know. I, I know. No, I'm not I, saying I've that. Heard, but I'm saying I've from heard, seeing the two, you I've found the material thing, to not warrant a from seeing the two films. Yes, 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 that's what I'm saying. But to say nothing to the book, right? Exactly. To say nothing to the book, the the two films. Yes, give me the best parts of both of those films, and I feel like it would not have been a big letdown. When a band you like puts out a double album, do you say? This would have made a good single album. No, I'm, because people, a lot of people say that. No, I, and I kind of I, fall been, on the I, side of kind of what you suggested before. If you would think, if you like this thing, more of it. Hey, give me more not? of it. But I do wonder sometimes when that happens, where I'm like, you know what? Technically, if this 18, I I like hearing every every track an artist I like wants to put out, as far as music goes. But I could probably look at an 18 song album and go, you know, if this was a 12 song album, it would have been unstoppable. Yeah. And at 18 songs. It gets you know. It takes you two commutes to listen to it. And I would skip probably, over certain tracks. I, I would be the twelve song guy. Probably. But but would you say I don't want to hear eighteen songs? No, my favorite band. Do you, do you know I what I mean? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You're right. I wouldn't say I wouldn't want to hear them, but but maybe in another alternate universe where that's what they put out, you know, you would be you'd be vibing on the and or the, I know I may eventually still hear those yeah, songs. Right. You know, but like I'm just saying, like I do think there is something to be like. Those are two warring impulses. Yeah. One is to it, give, it is to it give is. the fans more to either create the sense of value or give the people what they want or to make more money or whatever. And the other is this piece of art, this work needs to be this. I think it's and refer- that's as far as it needs to go. Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. quality over quantity yeah. is how I kind of fall usually. Yeah. But I've, sometimes more is better. Yeah. I don't know. I had this argument with my cousin about an album. Was it Adele's album? No. Oh, okay, good. Okay, I have talked to people about that. But <laughs> yeah, my his, so I, I, I like watched a review where right like now. <laughs> I watched a review where somebody said that so there's like twelve or thirteen songs on the album, right? Or fourteen. Mm-hmm. If Which is it? Thirteen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, actually looked like that. Was... Right. I was like, oh okay. shit, why is John all of a sudden on top of this? Here's my argument. If there's an album with eighteen songs and you love five of them. Five mm-hmm. that you listen to <clears throat> on a pretty regular mm-hmm. basis. Mm-hmm. I think they've won, but that's my that's no. I agree. I don't think I, I think, I think that, if an album has what do you, what's your cutoff? I think if an album has four really good songs on I, it, I don't I I can't say it sucks. You I, know, like I feel the same way. I'm talking about four songs that I listen to regularly. Right, like four songs that you, you think are they've keepers. Won. Yeah, I, I don't think that I don't think that there are very few. How many songs? In I here? used to be all or nothing with everything, right. and now I'm much more like eh. I can admit that. That the first half of this album is great, and the second half kind of loses me, you know. But I used to want to right. listen to everything from beginning to end. How many know? albums have you heard in your life that you can listen to front to back? See, for me, that's a lot. Yeah, I would agree. But but if I take out an album that, let's say, that there's something I listened to a lot ten years ago, if I take it out now and put it on, right. the songs that are kind of clunkers stand out more to sure. me now than they did before. When right. I was when like hot on it, when you. it was a new So you have album. a ton, you have over 10 albums that you could... Uh, oh, well, I would say oh, I yeah. probably have hundreds that I would... Yeah. That, that I like. All the way through? That I like all the way through, yeah. but that if you were to I have say, a lot, but, but I'm not saying... I'm not going to say well, like... Well, you, you know, last... last our last we'll lend episode, you some. Our, <laughs> in our last episode, we ranked Pixar way, films. Right, right. And that was like a situation where you're saying the worst... And you're really still talking about something that, at worst, is kind of mediocre. Yeah. In most cases. Yeah. I think that oh, that's man. the way I feel about cars. I would. Well, I would well, argue. We, we talked about that already. But but, <laughs> but but when I listen to an album, like that's kind of what I mean. But there's those tracks that I find kind of skippable. Mm-hmm. But I don't always skip them. I would agree with that. I usually say like yeah, you know if, if if it's half and half, I would mm-hmm. say this is a great no. album. Mm-hmm. 
I would listen to people. Because, because the thing is that the half that I'm identifying with may not be the half that you are. Exactly. So the odds of, you know, the, the, the math there is in the favor of the artist. Yeah. I would hear people come into the Apple store and they'd be like, uh, like, yeah, this album came out. Only like six songs on this are worth listening to. I'm like, that to me is a, yeah. for somebody to make a body of work and you like half of it. I mean, right. I'm just saying, like, like, like walk into a room with twelve strangers and six of them become close friends. Yeah, right. right. Good luck. How can you say that's well, yeah, a bad party? Yeah. Here, <laughs> and are we comparing it to people that we hold in like this legendary status? I mean, that's different. Sure. We're talking about, or are we comparing them to those artists where they're like an entry point for you? And so to listen to one of these great artists, you know, uh, it it's like they guide you into things, and you sort of accept. You know, there's those people that you like, and you go, you know what? I never listened to a gospel song before, but this artist did a gospel song, and I like it. So I guess I'm kind of on board for it. And someone else might yeah. go, ugh, when they get to that gospel song, it's just so corny or trite. And you're sort of thinking, oh, I was in the, I'm frequently like under the spell of what the artist is trying to do. Mm. And I'm sort of like, I, if they wanted to sing an old time ragtime song or something, I'm not thinking like, gosh, I hope they make an album of this. But I am thinking like, oh, they wanted me to sit in there for one song of that. I'm fine with that. You know, yeah. I think there are those artists who do that. But, um, you know, I think, yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to the whole Adele album, but I'm sure that even when making it, they knew that, oh, these two or three songs are. We're putting them on because we like them, not because right. radio is going to snap them up. But right. I don't know, man. I just no. I know what you're saying. If somebody creates a couple things that you like, I think that's pretty good. I don't mm-hmm. know. And if I if I listen to an album and two of them, I'm like only two songs out of it. That's trash to me. Like maybe I mean like that's yeah. I don't like it. But I don't know. Well, that's when you go. Okay, I'm glad we live in the era where you can cherry pick the songs you want. You know. Maybe I'm just a cup half full person when it comes to that sort of thing. I just, I don't know. You guys create, so you know, like, you've created in the past. You create presently. You, you, yeah. I don't like I don't like every single thing that I do, but Mm -hmm. like. So yeah, don't expect others to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No. No. Totally. I I get what you're saying. Nice man. Like it's. I feel like this has like a there's a through line to all of this. It's just like the way that people view things when it comes to creating things it's like the perspective give, let it breathe oddly it, enough we're bah humbugging negativity a lot <laughs> yeah maybe that's what it is I maybe think it's thought we had so much trouble coming yeah. up with it it's like let's not be negative yeah because we're not we just like a lot of things <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that except so, for remakes yeah that was ex- ooh. <laughs> except we're not going back down that road are we <laughs> oh, come on now ronald uh yeah so that was that was the last one I got. Yeah, back on back, bring it back around to the Hunger Games. That was a good. Well, one, not man. specifically Hunger Games. The, the 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 splitting yeah. unnecessarily of a of a of a property into right into many many versions that are not necessary. <laughs> so that's it. That's all I got. Cool. Well, I think I feel like any other ones I had kind of got absorbed into some of the kind of greater mm. topics. Cool. But I'm gonna actually follow up on something that that I mentioned in one of our past Bah Humbug episodes where. I believe this was actually two years ago. This mm. was at the end of 2013 when I'd said to our listeners that we were going to give them one more year to leave some reviews <laughs> on iTunes, <laughs> to leave some reviews and ratings on iTunes. So I'm actually going to and, – and what we'd said was we were going we to buy Humbug, our, our audience, if, yeah. if they didn't follow through. We were going to give them a year. Now, we didn't follow through on it last year. We didn't, we didn't come up and check on it. So we now, should start just calling people out that we know that listen yeah. that haven't reviewed us. Because maybe if they did, that would start like a 
a trend. Maybe. You know? Like, it may show as a trending thing. That would be nice. That's what we need to do. We need to become a trending thing. One of us... On th- Facebook. You yeah. know how you can... F- yeah. Trending in your area. And then that... A little ticker. A little, little, <laughs> little like, line with a yeah. arrow at the end of it. That's pretty much our aspirations for 2016, is to be a trending <laughs> topic. The, the only way we'll probably get up there if something horrible happens to one of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So... It was the end of 2013 when I said if we didn't get any reviews. We've been very lenient. We've taken two years. We've given them two years. And I want everyone out there to know who saved your asses. It was David Dumain, who on February 26th of 2014 gave us five stars. Hey, David. Oh, man. And said every time I listen to this at work, Hey-o. I, have to try to, I, have to, I have to try so hard to restrain myself from laughing out loud. Great show. Wow. Keep up the good work. Dave, thanks, man. Dave, thank Who's you, man. David Dumain? Do we're we know David We're a little Dumain? late. Thank you. David, I don't... as this guy I used to work with. Oh, he is. <laughs> uh, super cool right. at Apple. Fruit store, thank you. Well, I hope he's still listening and still He does laughing. on occasion. Yeah. It's very nice of him. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that the only one we got? That's the only one we got. But I, <laughs> From 2013? Yeah. So I guess we can wow. still buy humbug everybody else. No, this is 2014. This was left in February of 2014. No, I mean, is that the only one That's since? The only one, the only one since? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh my God. <laughs> since we threatened to buy humbug. Jesus them. Christ. We need to enforce this I know. better. Yeah. We Seriously. need to start figuring out how, who's listening. Can, maybe we can, can get... you name two people that you know that listen right now that, that haven't reviewed? Yes. Well, no. Actually, I bet. I bet. Uh, yes. I bet I know yes. one of them has left review. But yeah. The other one, I'm almost. Has your Aaron ever listened to our podcast? She listens ev- to Why every. Why hasn't Aaron reviewed? I have no idea. I will have a conversation with my Aaron. Yeah. yeah. You have a Let's conversation with yours. Do. They need to. There should be two Aaron reviews on yeah. that. Yeah. One I with a, an I, one with a Y. I have a friend okay. who's she yeah, told let's... me that uh, she has movies, shoo- movies, movies subscribed on her phone, and she kind of described it as though she'd caught a cold. She was like. <laughs> I th- I'm subscribed to you on my phone, so every time one comes out, I get it. You know, and I was like, "Sorry, Are these poops." <laughs> no, so it's, but yeah, so I know a couple people that supposedly listen that I can okay. I can approach. Well, that's nice of them. All, All right. right, just send a text message out. Yeah, I'm gonna get us a review. Yeah, I, I need to. Yeah, that needs to be a thing. I don't understand it. People listen. We've been doing this too long. Yeah, it really depresses me that like I listen to all these other podcasts and they just like blow through all these reviews that people have. And, like, yeah, thank their. I would love to have that kind of segment yeah. on our yeah, podcast. We're like, hey, we just want to give a shout out to Jane, John, and Jim. Right. Thank you for their views. Yeah, this week, Thank but so literally much. we haven't had that many in two years. Because then that would also lead to us doing more fun things with, with like pe- asking yeah, questions yeah. and getting yeah, feedback a more and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I would like I mean, to do that. Just- People do listen. Because that's what we need is for these episodes to get longer. People do listen. Yeah, and I'll like, give you... I'll give you... We're, hitting, we're going for three hours next time. <laughs> I have proof. Can, can you imagine how our uh, top movies of the year episode... How long is well, that Well, this is good, be though, this because this episode is going to buy us an extra week, though, remember? Yes, that's right. That's so, right. So you're, you're welcome that we gave you a little more. Yes. Yeah. That's but, true. So, yeah. like, Merry Christmas to you. Yes. I hope you're enjoying the eggnog, and I hope you got what you wanted. I hope you got one of the... 19 or 20 things that you put on your list yeah yeah and uh um but yeah we're gonna take an extra week off so we'll be back not these not, not on january 8th but probably the week after that we'll be back uh january 15th i believe yeah that math holds up yep. yes yep. yep and i don't know what we'll be doing then hmm but i'm sure it'll be great <laughs> maybe nothing if we don't <laughs> yeah. have another review i don't review. know why that sounded super heavy to be like yeah, yeah. i don't know what we'll be doing i know it did kind of sound well it is the future yeah you know? it the is the future. very uncertain so yeah, you guys, David Dumain got you off the uh, off the hook for one more year, but I'm That's hoping nice we see 
I mean, how many do we want to see in 2016? We need at least one for every month. Yeah. 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 Minimum. I agree. Ten yeah. more. Twelve more. <laughs> that math, my friend, no, does not I, hold up. No. No. I, I felt like twelve was way too ambitious, and I didn't mean to like. I didn't want to be like. That's correct. That's a lot, but. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, there's 12 months in a year? Instead of once every right. month, you're suggesting someone get one up there once every 36.5 days. <laughs> yeah. We need to... Yeah. 12 is a lot. 12 is a lot. We could do it, though. I thought you were a, a glass half full kind of guy. We can do it. <laughs> well, if he's a glass half full kind of guy, that means if we get six, he'll say we got 12. <laughs> uh, I thought we, we could were... do it. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. I was thinking maybe... <laughs> See, we I, can do it more inst- so. Instantaneous positivity. Just turned it on. Yes, we can do it. And snapped. Yep. So 12. Yeah. 12. Let's do it, guys. Mm-hmm. So happy holidays, movie yeah. listeners. Happy oh. holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening yeah. the last year. And thank you once again, David, for the review yeah. a year and a half ago. Yes. Almost uh, two years ago. Yeah. Do you still care, David? Do you still Let listen, us know. David. Le- leave another review. David, email us. Movieshmovie at gmail.com. Maybe he'll leave a two-star review and say, surprisingly, <laughs> it's fallen off. <laughs> I changed my mind, guys. I now put it on when I'm feeling somber and I need to wallow in oh, sadness. No. You know? <laughs> and or feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I, uh, a comedian, Mike Finazzo, oh, yeah. great, great comic, um, he actually gave me a great compliment. He said he loves our dynamic. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. And he's making a movie called Wits End. And he, awesome. he, like, gave me, like, he was like, hey, man, I, you guys review movies i'm gonna have you check out my movies so oh cool that'd be cool movie, yeah. yeah so maybe we could have him on the show i was about to say yeah. get him in here that'd be great man so what kind of plans do we have for the show in 2016 other than hopefully getting a review every month or so uh uh we're we gonna, gonna maybe try- the ante we're gonna get some guests back in here we're gonna yeah do that let's more? do that man we need more guests guestesses guestesses, guestesses. we need to guests. bring lauren back for lauren back horror stuff some sort of horror angle, or uh, I was thinking if we do an Academy Award focused episode, if you know, we could talk about Leo's chances with the yeah, we, we Leo, do Leo, that. this might be his year. Yeah, um, and if it's not, maybe we need to bring her in for like post. If it's not, we should live record her as oh, it's being announced. That would be to amazing. see if if you survive the world yeah. ending or not. <laughs> if he doesn't win, <laughs> um, yeah, that, no, I have that, to say when I saw those negative reviews or the m- yeah. mediocre reviews, I saw. I wasn't like, oh, this movie doesn't look interesting to me. I was thinking, I still can't wait to see it. But I did think, oh, man, does that mean it, his sure thing year isn't going to be his sure thing year? Yeah. But, I mean, who else are you going to give that, it to that, at this that's point? That's it. This is one of the weakest years in the lead actor category. So it's best shot yeah. at getting it. You think uh, Stallone will be up for supporting? I hope yes. so, man. I hope so. He ought to be, right? I really think he does deserve it, and he got a nomination a couple weeks ago for the Golden Globes. Not that that matters, but yeah, yeah. the acknowledgement's there, That's and nice. it's on the radar. What else in 2016? Yeah, just maybe uh, we could get a new timer. Yeah, so we could, or batteries we, for the we old could timer. Get, we could just get the show I have that back on, back on yeah. some sort of timer. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> We're going to get our listenership up. Two hundred percent. Wow! So we're gonna get another yeah. two people. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Because David, if David's still even around, I yeah, don't David, know. tell a friend and ask them to tell a friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Check. <laughs> cool. Well, it. that's it. Happy holidays. Hope the new year brings you many things that you hope to accomplish, mm-hmm. and you set your sights high. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ronald, do you have any don't inspirational words? Yeah. Um, be careful. 
Mm-hmm. Enjoy your life. And uh, don't whiz on the electric fence. Still, I, still holds true. I'm yeah. just going to recommend that you change your uh, socks and underpants often. Okay. What does often mean? <laughs> I think that's what you get to define for yourself. <laughs> You're right. Mm. Yeah. Rash. Right. When the rash comes. Yeah. yeah. So. Got it. Got it. Uh-huh. Good advice, John. Yeah. Time is a construct, Steve. Sure, sure. So, that's you know. true. All right, cool. Well, we, we all make our own reality. So leave some reviews, start up, have a happy holiday, and we will check in with you in the new year. And uh, as always... You've made a sleigh. Oh! Hey! That's where you queue the sleigh yeah, bells. Yeah, sleigh bells. Oh, you know I'm on Perfect. Yeah. John's got it already queued up. It's a good feeling. It's, it's really better than I've felt in a long time. I, I, I'm ready. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody.